It should be the business of every day. It should be the business of every day. To prepare. It should be the business of every day to prepare for our last day. Are you ready for your last day? You should be busy preparing for your last day. What would you do if you knew that at the end of this day that you'd be called up to stand before the Lord? What would you do to secure <laughs> the words, good and faithful servant? Again, it should be the business of every day to prepare for our last day. Amen. Glory to God. So we'll... Uh, start this morning's service in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have the opportunity, Father God, to look to your word. We're asking, Father God, that the harmony of your word, Father God, will bring joy, excitement, and zeal into each and every one of our lives, Father God. And Father God, as we hear the word, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we not only hear the word, but Father God, that we are doers of that word. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for the opportunity, Father God, to place your word in our hearts and to be active doers in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to start out this way. Uh, I recall as a kid, I think we all were kids at one time, right? Uh, playing games. How many like playing games as kids? Hide and seek. Anybody ever did that one? Not a hand. Come on. Uh, how about cowboys and Indians? Oh, there's a few. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How about army? You know, there's a few more. Okay. How about pirates? Oh, not too many there. Well, playing pirates was something fascinating because there was an idea of finding buried treasure. How many ever went as a pirate, you know, I mean, you're, I'm going to find the treasure, and, you're, and you got a map, and you put an X on it, and you put a, you know, and you try to map it out and find that buried treasure. Anybody ever did that? Okay, some of us, some of us did. Um, a map with an X marking the spot where the hidden treasure lay. Hidden treasures have always excited the imagination of young children and some adults. Okay. Um, you recall Pastor Peggy's uh, brothers were playing pirates one time. And they went to their mother's uh, bedroom and took all her jewelry, which was very costly, and buried it in a large field without a map. Without that map, they forgot where it was buried. Bad idea. So somewhere in Florida today, there's a field that actually has a box of buried treasure for someone to stumble upon and find. Wow. Where I grew up in Salinas, California, up north a little bit, there's a road called the Old Stage Road. It runs along a small mountain range, and it is said that Captain Fremont 
was uh, transporting gold bullion or seeking this gold that it was lost and buried along that route someplace. People traveled that dirt, dirty, windy road looking for that treasure. Can you imagine people looking? I mean, that road's over 100 miles long, but it says in the mountain area, so that kind of kind of closed, the, closed it off. And my brother-in-law at the time bought a metal detector <laughs> with hopes of finding the lost treasure. Uh, the treasure. The treasure's still available for those that want to try it. <laughs> okay. Here, in 1923, in the Santa Maria area, the epic film Ten Commandments was filmed out in Guadalupe Beach. And they had all the, the entire set was built out on that beach. You know, the, the sphinxes and all that other type of stuff they had. And they never removed it. It got buried out there someplace. It's a treasure right now. If you find anything, it's, it's worth millions if you go out there. So some of you, uh, maybe today, Take the, old, take the road straight out there to the end of the beach and start digging. You might find parts of the uh, Guadalupe uh, or Ten Commandments uh, film treasure. Okay. So, uh, you know, that's all right. It seems like everybody is fascinated with the idea of uh, finding lost treasure or buried treasure. Um, that's why movies like, how many ever saw Indiana Jones? That's one of my favorites. I tell you, my wife doesn't like it, but it's one of my favorites. He goes in that cave and he got spiders all over him. <laughs> he falls in the pit, there's snakes all over you know. I mean. <laughs> yeah. But it was one of my, you know, it was an action-packed film, but they was looking for the treasure. Another one, uh, movie that uh, a lot of people like was Na National Treasure where they're looking for, you know, the buried again, buried treasure. Um, but today, there's still real buried treasures to be found, even in our lifetime. Just like I said, out there in Guadalupe, Guadalupe Dunes up there, you can find, if you find it, a lot of people are still looking for it. Sometimes, sometimes you hear about somebody going out there trying to, with their gadgets, trying to figure out where this thing is, because if you can resurrect that thing, you have millions. So... And it's free. It's the beach. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me tell you about another uh, treasure hunt. There's a gentle gentleman named Forrest Fenn, F-E-N-N. -N. Right now he's uh, 87 years of age, and he accomplished much in his lifetime. And he's, uh, uh, but he wants, he wants to leave a legacy. Uh, a lasting one that's intriguing and compelling for people. So he gathered in a small box, 10 by 10, filled it with gold coins, precious stones, and jewelry, and other valuable artifacts. Uh, net worth, at the time he put it in, was between 2 to $7 million. So he went to, uh, his home state is uh, New Mexico. He found a location in New Mexico and put down this little box and crafted a poem. Now, some of you can look at this up. 
that contains clues how to get there. Glory to God. And he invited everybody to join in the chase to find the treasure for gold. Uh, Forrest added clues along the way um, in his book, The Thrill of the Chase. So some of you can get that book right now, find all the clues. And also there's a, uh, he went on to today's show and you more likely, if you go on the internet, you can find out some of the, the programs he did to give further clues how to find the, this treasure. Now some people said they found it, but he says they haven't found it because they haven't brought the gold and all this stuff, so, you know, but there, there's some, some wild crew, uh, clues out there. So um, the thrill of the chase. So up to this time, no one has cracked the code to find out where the X is in New Mexico. So uh, we're getting closer to what we're, we're going to be talking about today. It's called Hidden Treasures, if you're looking for a title. In ancient times, individuals held, hid their wealth. Why? Why they had to hide their wealth? Because there's no banks. <laughs> okay. Or vaults or that. Type. Maybe somebody had a vault. But uh, they hid, hid their treasure. They would bury their wealth in a field. But they knew it was because they made a map of it. Or in their homes. Wow. Uh, in the Mideast right now, uh, still today, there are tremendous amounts of hidden treasure buried because of this ancient practice. So if you'll turn with me in your Bible to the book of Joshua, chapter 7. And we're going to find out somebody who buried some treasure. But it, wasn't, it was not his treasure to find. He stole this treasure. That's Joshua chapter 7. We will be looking at uh, verse 21. This is talking about, oh, let's go to verse 20. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel, and thus I have done. When I saw among the spoils of a goodly Babylonian garment and 200 shekels of silver and of a wedge of gold and 50 shekels weight, I coveted them. And took them, and behold, they are hid in the earth, in the midst of my tent, and the silver under it. Wow, so he buried it where? In his tent. You know, the, the, a lot of people uh, in the old days didn't believe in banks, especially after the Depression, you know, when everything went down. They started hiding things in the mattresses. Anybody hide anything under their mattress? Yeah, well. <laughs> Coffee cans. Now, if you go to my house, you'll find jars. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hidden treasure. It's out there to see. It's, it's loose change. You know, after I break a dollar or something, I get loose change. I stick them in a jar. So I got a couple little canisters or jars with treasure in it. I mean, some, sometimes it's not just coin. It's paper. I should check it out and find out what I got. <laughs> but we see here that Achan buried the treasure under in his house, under the in the floor. So that gives us, you know, 
an idea what they did in those days. Okay, let's now turn to the book of Job. The book of Job. In the book of Job, we will find the third chapter. And Job is going to talk about this a little bit. Job chapter 3. This kind of alludes to it a little bit. Job chapter 3, looking at verse 21. Which long for death but cometh not, and dig for it more than hidden treasures. So there it shows that treasures were stuck in the ground. Anybody want to go in somebody's yard and dig for treasure? We were all running to Guadalupe this afternoon anyway. <laughs> Let's now go to Proverbs chapter 2. That's Proverbs chapter 2 this time. This is what Solomon says about treasures. Solomon. Verse 4. If thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as hid treasures. So in other words, hey, there's, there's treasures out there. We have to dig for it. Pick and shovel. Okay. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's now go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 45. So we have Joshua saying it, Job saying it, Solomon said it. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 45. Verse 3, And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden treasures of secret places, that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by name, am the God of Israel. So God speaks of hidden treasures. Wow! Glory to God! Are you, are you thirsty? Are you hungering? Are you excited to find some treasure this morning? We'll get your... Pick and shovel, we're going. <laughs> now, let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 25 this time. Or first. Matthew 25. Jesus is going to talk about treasure. We may, may have not even thought of it in this, in this way, but we're going to look at it this way. That's Matthew, chapter 25. And he's talking about the parable of the talents. You know, some guys took their talents and they did what? They invested them. And it says in, in verse 20, oh, pardon me, in verse 18. But he that received one went and digged in the earth. And hid it. So, Jesus spoke about treasures that are dug in the earth. Or put in the earth. We got to be. I mean, there should be some excitement. We're going to find out what God has hid for us to dig up. Amen. All right, glory to God. So, we go to the next page. Matthew, since we're in Matthew, let's. Uh, Go back a few chapters to chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. 
In Matthew chapter 13, uh, beginning with verse 44 through 46, but uh, I have a, a, a thing that says here, further parables of the kingdom. Okay, verse 44. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field. Wow. Which, the which when a man hath found, he hid, hideth. For the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath to buy that field. So he, this man has found some treasure. Verse 44. We'll keep continuing on. Verse 45. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, he went out and sold all that he had and bought it. Wow. So, we'll go to the first, that first verse 44. It's hidden, the tra a treasure is hidden from view. You don't even, you can be walking by it. We go out to Guadalupe Dunes today, you might be walking right by that treasure. But you gotta dig to find it. Okay. It's just an ordinary beach. Some people go out there and say, there's nothing out here but clams and sand. But under their feet could be the the treasure that they could live off the rest of their lives. Um it doesn't seem like there's much there. I mean, you know, just arid sand. Nothing surface, on the surface that tells you that there is something hidden there. Now, uh, I'm just going to go on a rabbit trail here. Uh, just a moment. It's reported at a gold field. They had several shafts that produced little but nothing. But they returned to the first shaft and went down further. And when they did so, they found gold in abundance. So you, you, sometimes you, you know, you, they've already dug here. And then they went someplace else. They went someplace else. And then they said, well, we'll go try back. Uh, they dig someplace else. Uh, and the oil field's out here. Sometimes uh, they, they capped them off because there's not enough oil there. But sometimes they go back and they'll drill a little bit more. And all of a sudden, they got a gusher. So, you know. You just got to sometimes dig a little bit deeper. Amen. Uh, Non-valuable stuff can, uh, that's in the open is on the surface usually. Many valuables are hid, hid and must be sought for. Glory to God. Items of value are often deep, deep, deep. Okay. Jesus is saying the kingdom of God is just like that. The treasures of God are found deep and bountiful in his word. Amen. Glory to God. So you got a treasure or treasures in your lap on your computer, what have you got? That if you dig deep enough, you'll expose it and you'll be blessed by it. So we need to get back into God's word, okay? Now, let's go back to uh, Matthew chapter 13 for a moment here. Verse 44, And again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a hidden treasure, uh, a treasure hidden in the field, which when a man hath found it, he hideth, 
and for the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath to buy that field. Uh-oh. It's not his field. What do you do when it's not your field? This guy's just working there. Now, going back to this, this parable, according to rabbinic law, if a man finds a treasure in its hiding place, he's required to hand it over to the one who owns the field. All that work you did, and now you got to hand it over. But if you can purchase the field, you have everything in it. So you don't tell the owner. You go and sell everything you've got to buy and purchase that field. Then that what you found in the field is now yours. The treasure captured the man's heart. And nothing that, that he had comes close to the amount of uh, blessings that the, the field has. So he relinquishes everything with joy. He says, I'll get rid of that just to get that. How many... <laughs> well, today they got the lottery type stuff, you know. And if, and if you knew you had the winning lottery ticket, you just, you'd... You'd get rid of everything you got just to get that winning ticket. If somebody says, I got a winning ticket here worth $1 million. What will you give me for it? Some of you guys would say, I'll give you this, 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 and this. Right? I mean, some people do that. I mean, the guy says, I don't need it, but I've got a winning ticket. I want to give it away to somebody that will pay the price. Some people would give everything they had for that ticket. So he relinquishes everything that he had with joy in order to obtain that treasure. The treasure possesses him. I mean, this is, I mean, if I can just get a hold of it. I mean, just like in Indiana Jones, he says, this is what I'm after. It possesses him. They go hunting, hunting. And he says, I found it. Now I've got to get it. I've got to bring it home. So the treasure, even before it's his, possesses him. I need what's there. God says in the word to you and me, you need what's in there. Amen. Glory to God. It possesses him before he even gets it. So uh, keep your marker there. I'll mark, put my marker there. And let's go to Ephesians chapter 4 uh, quickly. Ephesians chapter 4. I don't hear any pages rustling. Everyone wants to be on their computer. Ephesians chapter 4, oops, and let's see, oh, I took, I've messed up this time, well, it was supposed to, supposed to say, That what you possess, okay, let's just read it. I, get, I have Ephesians 4.1. Uh, therefore, the, uh, there, I, therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, appear and to beg to you to walk, lead a life worthy of divine calling to which, has been, uh, which you have been called 
with behavior that is a credit to, this, uh, to the summons of God's service. So in other words, what I'm trying to say here is it's there. It's for us. It's, it's, it was, maybe it's supposed to be 11. Let me look. Nope. I'll make a note and I'll tell you next week. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go then to Mark. I know I got this one right. Mark chapter 1. In Mark chapter 1. Jesus is speaking. Mark chapter 1, verse 15. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent there, repent ye and believe the gospel. In other words, the kingdom is, or the treasure is open for everybody. Everybody who's willing to dig. Everyone who's willing to receive. That treasure is available to us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Going back to our, where you put your marker, Matthew chapter 13 again. Verse 44, and again, that the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field, the which the man hath found, he hideth, and for joy, and for the joy thereof he goeth. So there's joy, there, there's joy here. Joy is discovered when you have a treasure, or find the treasury, or the riches, okay? John chapter 10, 10, Jesus, I came to give life and life more abundantly. Glory to God. There's the promise of new life. Amen. Glory to God. New security. A new treasure Amen. for the future. Abundant life from Amen. when you get that treasure throughout your life or all through eternity. Amen. The treasure belongs, uh, brings new life to those who keep on digging. Amen. We need to keep on digging because there, there's not just one buried treasure in God's word. There's many buried treasures in God's word. We need to go back to the place where we first began, our first love, and dig and dig and find out what he says. Life outside of God's kingdom is always less than what God intended us, intended for us. So living without God, we are way below the standard into which he wants us to live. He wants to live as, to us to live as kings and priests. I mean, that's, that's royalty. That, and that means you have treasures that you can, or blessings that you can receive and walk in. And if you're not walking with the Lord, like we should, some of the blessings that are right before us, on, on the very next page maybe, because we haven't digged, we're not going to receive. Uh-oh. How many have been reading the Bible through the year? Glory to God. I'm glad everybody has because I bet you you've been finding treasure through here. Come on. If you haven't, you better start going back to the front of the book and find out all the treasures you can find. 
Why lack anything? Okay. Then, going back there again, verse 44. He says, for the joy. So we have joy there. And he sells all that he had. Well, he sold out. The man sold out. There's nothing that you have outside of God that's worth keeping. Amen. The man knew what he was getting. Something greater. So great and so wonderful that he sacrificed everything to get it. He sold sold everything for that field. What we give up cannot compare to what we receive in God's kingdom. What have you given up lately? Uh, Don't get your toes ran over now. No treasure hunter who found great treasure felt bad. You remember in in, in, uh, Indiana Jones when he got that treasure, he was hooping and hollering. And somebody was trying to steal it from him, if you remember. But he was hooping and hollering when he got that treasure. Man, we ought to be jumping up. Uh, this place ought to be jumping up and down every time we come together. Because if you've been going through the Word, you're going to find buried treasure to make you happy and joyful. Amen. Not mourning and hoping and wishing. Because that's not getting it. You've got to dig in God's Word to get it. Get the treasures. Glory to God. Um, they, those that uh, dig for buried treasure don't bother to count the cost. Oh, it's going to take a couple of hours. It's going to take a couple of days. It's going to take a week. It's going to take a month. You know, they don't worry about the cost because they know that when they get that treasure, all that is gone. I mean... You've got something better. We always gain more than what we exchange to get the gospel. Glory to God. In finding the Lord, we may lose ourselves, but we gain the love and eternal life with God, the kingdom. We gain a whole new family, glory to God, and we become part of God's kingdom. And everything that Jesus has, It says we're joint heirs with him. Everything that Jesus has means transferred to me. Whatever he has, I got. He says, now I've got a father that loves me. I don't got a father that used to beat me over the head and, you know, the devil trying to drag you through all sorts of stuff. I've got a father that loves me. He says, what do you want? What can I bless you with? Why don't you dig a little bit deeper in this area and you'll find what you need. He says, whatsoever you desire... When you pray, you shall receive. So, digging is praying. Or prayer is digging, if you want to put that way. We need to get into God's word. Find that hidden treasure. Glory to God. Okay. Now, let's look at this, these two parables here in a new, another perspective. The worker that was working in the field, had to be a Gentile. He was lost 
without a covenant with God. There was no blessing on him. But given a chance to obtain the treasure, he turned in everything that was of his and gave over him to himself, to God, glory to God. And he made the change to receive God's salvation. And he doesn't look back. Do you look back? We shouldn't look back since we are born again children of God. We need to look forward to the future. The devil says, well, look what you did last week. You messed up. Look at your entire life. You are just a mess. You're supposed to look to the future. And eternity with God. And you can tell the devil, I know what your future is. You're going to be a crispy critter. We have to know our future. Don't look to the back. Go forward. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. And God's salvation, that treasure will last forever. I mean, we need to be... If anything, we need to rejoice because we have salvation. I mean, it should be utmost that we tell people of the good news of the gospel. That they might... This, this treasure, it's, God's treasure is so vast, he wants everybody to have it. So keeping our mouth shut and saying, mine, mine, all mine... Just mine is, is not what God wants. He says, share the good news that they may partake in my treasure. Your salvation. My salvation. Glory to God. Okay, in verses uh, 45. Uh, let's look, re read 45. And again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Who when he had found one, one. One pearl of great price. He went out and sold all he had and bought it. Wow. Well, this, this, one, this individual, we, we, saw that we said that the man in the field that was working was a Gentile because it wasn't his. This man, on the other hand, was a wealthy man. He already had the salvation. But he needs to dig more. The, the Jews have the treasure chest. But they're not willing to open up and dig more to find out the true treasure of it. So this guy says there has to be more. In fact, right now, the tables are turned. We are now, not only the, 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 we were the individual that bought the field, we're now the individual like the second parable, that there's great treasure and we need to dig. So now, now we are in the, in, the, in the merchant's position. We know of God's grace and mercy, but we need to, there's areas that he says, I want you to dig even more because you'll find greater blessing. Some, people, some Christians don't even, won't even go as far as, I mean, just as go as far as salvation and that's it. I'm saved, glory to God. Oh man, the devil's been beating me up. You know. Wife and kids don't have any shoes. I'm losing my job. Well, that's a Christian. But he hasn't dug deep to find out some of the treasures that he can have. 
and get him out of the rest of the hole. Don't just leave just because. How many have Christmas presents that they got last year are still on the shelf and have never opened it? Well, that's what that's, that's some of us. Some Christians have I've been saved. Look at here. I'm saved. This is my salvation package. I've got eternal life. I'm just waiting for it. If you would open it, you find out you're blessed in the field. You're blessed at home. And you'll be blessed in eternity. So that means now we need to be blessed. So we need to dig to find out where, where the contents is to get the, find where the X is to receive the rest of the blessings. Find the treasures. We need to dig. Okay. Verse 45 and 46, we just read it. Pearls were especially valuable in Jesus' day. That's what he talked about. Treasure seekers of that day searched the Red Sea, the Persian Gulf, and the Indian Ocean to find the oyster with the pearl. The merchant that Jesus spoke of was a wealthy man who was actively, listen to this, actively searching. We are wealthy. Each and every one of us is wealthy. But are we actively searching for a greater blessing? God says there's greater blessings. I want you to have greater blessings. Are you actively searching? Or, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a wealthy man. I'm a wealthy woman. I just could sit back and just... No, he says, I want you to dig. Dig in God's word. Dig in my word to find greater blessings. Why just look for one pearl? Unless you're, you know, looking for the one pearl that's one of the pearly gates up there. I mean, then you know. Why look for one pearl? Let's, let's, let's get a string of pearls. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Once the merchant found that he liquidated all assets in order to obtain the great, great prize. You cannot find if you're not seeking True. or digging. True. He was looking for something of a, a great value, a greater value. We should be willing to sacrifice everything for the kingdom of God. Glory to God. You need to, we need to be sold out. People ought to know, is he or she a Christian? Or maybe they're just someone that's just a hypocrite. There's a lot of hypocrites out there saying, I'm a Christian. You know, they're in a, they've got their costume party on, but, but in real life, they're, they're not what they say they are. Or we need to be sold out to gain everything. Okay, again, the second man is like a Jew who, ha who has the entitlement of a covenant, but is desiring more. You have the covenant. You are now a covenant child. You are a child of God, but you need to desire more. That's why he wrote the, wrote the book. For us to desire more, to find out where the hidden treasures are. We must dig to obtain greater blessings. Contained in our covenant. 
These two parables begin from different perspectives. One was, one was a worker, the other one was already a wealthy man. But they came out with the same results. They wanted something greater. The first man stumbled into the treasure, treasury, or the treasure, and sold on and bought the field. The second man sought for the goodly pearls. So we need to be like the second man. We need to seek for greater things. What's lacking in your life? That's seeking something greater. You need, we need to be an expert. Have an expert eye to attain the goal. And the expert eye is reading the word and finding out where the treasure, treasure marks the X. The main point of the kingdom of God is worth far more than anything else. It has no limits. God has no limits on his blessings. 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. Going 1 Peter chapter 2. I feel like I'm alone up here. I don't hear any pages rattling or not. 1 Peter chapter 2. Looking at verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The treasures. What's in your treasury? Are you lacking? You should not lack. There's no limits to what God can give us or give you. It's important that we apply, apply God's word in our lives. We must Engage our minds to grapple for the truth. Amen. See what God's saying to us in his word. Dig. Dig. Let's go now to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. What are you looking for this morning? What treasure? Matthew chapter 6, looking at verse 21. Jesus is speaking. For where your treasure is, there is, there will your heart be also. Your treasure is in this book that you have or the, the computer you have that holds the word. That's where your treasure is. And you, as, you, as you dig in, into it, it opens up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Your heart should move towards what you cherish. This is the word of God. God wants us to move towards Him. That's the treasure. God wants us rich in Him. Glory to God. Now let's look at some keys to finding the treasures in God's Word. Matthew chapter 6. You got there. Drop down to verse 33. That's Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first, first, seek first the treasure, the kingdom of God, 
and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Finding God, treasure, and all the things will be added unto you. Glory to God. Seek ye first. Matthew chapter 5. Back up one chapter. Matthew chapter 5. Verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So we need to be seeking first and having a hunger and thirst for God's word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's all go back to the Old Testament and find the book of 1 Kings. Right after 2 Samuel. 1 Kings chapter 11. Verse 37, 1 Kings 11, 37, uh, verse 37. And I will take thee, and thou shalt reign according to all that thy soul desires. Glory to God. So you have to have seeking God's word, having a hungering and thirsting, and you need to desire the things of God. Psalms 51, and we're closing in. Psalms 51. Verse 6, David speaks, he says, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me known wisdom. So that desire brings wisdom. Where to dig in God's word. And God's word is the, uh, for us is the epistles that were written to the believers. This is where we're going to find the greatest treasures. And finally, in Mark chapter 11, we looked at, look at this one quite a bit. Mark chapter 11. That desire, the tre desire the treasures in God's word. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. The treasures are open for you. Desire them. Seek them. Amen. If you don't get it the first day, keep on digging. Amen. You don't get it the second day, keep on digging. You don't get it the first week, keep on digging. First month, keep on digging. Right. Just keep on digging because it's going to come, come forth. Amen. Amen. So hidden treasures... You have hidden treasures that you need to dig up. God wants you to have the treasures. Amen. Glory to God. You got four minutes before you get out. Oh, the wife has a, something to add. Go ahead. Well, when, you're, when you're digging the treasures, it's what, for me, it's what I need in that hour. And that's where we have to dig through the scriptures. Dig, get your concordance out. Dig it out. You're having a situation or circumstance that you need, let's say, healing or a marriage needs help. You look up all those scriptures. You dig as far as you can to get those treasures out because faith cometh by hearing and hearing cometh by the word of God. And that's what will set you free. I always think of Psalms 107, 19, 20. 
They cried unto the Lord, and he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all destruction. So those are the treasures that you need. It's the word. It's in the word. Treasures are in the word, according to Psalms 107, verse 19 and 20. He sent his word to heal and deliver. He sent the word for you to dig in, to be delivered. Of anything, whatever situation, I don't care what it is. Devil say, well, it wasn't meant for you in this time. It's only for the Old Testament people. No, it's for you to, today. All right, dig to find the treasures that will set you free. It's God's word that's going to set you free, not man's concoctions. Yeah, you're, you have new set of citizenship in God's right. kingdom. Amen. And, that, and that's like the one song we, we sing. No limits, no boundaries. Right. Stretch forth. Amen. 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 Well, let's all stand. I hope you found some treasure this morning for you to dig into. Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks that you've given us your word, which is a treasury, Father God. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, that as we apply ourselves to reading the word, Father God, in the areas, Father God, where we need it, Father God, that treasury will be open unto us, Father God, without limits, without boundaries. And Father God, we shall be blessed because we seek that treasure in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen.